Hey, what is up everyone? I'm your host, Mike Lamb. Welcome to my first ever podcast. Super, super excited to share this with you. And hopefully that'll give you some insight on life, on work, business, relationships, whatever it may be. In this episode, we talk about what it's like to drop out of college, quitting a corporate job, what it's like to pursue your passion, and what better way to kick this off than with my best friend, Pete Trent. If you guys are watching the YouTube version of this, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe for more content. And if you're listening to the audio version of this, be sure to hit us up with any questions or comments at Mike Lamb and at Pete Trin on Instagram. Anyway, without further ado, let's get this thing started. All right. Uh, but anyway, who are you, Pete? So my name is Peter, 27-year-old, and I work in gastroenterology as a physician assistant. This has been my dream job since undergrad, so I'm pretty stoked at what I do, and I love sharing my passion and my profession to you know, people willing to learn and such. Nice. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. I like to work out and eat a lot, too. Yeah, so. what do you like to do, buddy? I like to feel... <laughs> You like the bomb? I like to feel the bomb <laughs> when I curl. Oh, God, that sounds really familiar. It's like someone I know. But anyway, yeah. So what do you like to do? What, what do you like to do besides work? I know you love your work, but what yeah. is it? I, I mean, you got to have that good work-life balance, they say, right? So when I'm not at work, when I'm not seeing patients and stuff, I have to work out. That's like my me time. So, yeah, you know, lately without, without the gym, you know, because of this pandemic, it's a lot of jump roping, cardio with kickboxing and stuff like that. So I feel like it keeps you sane. Yeah. You know, it, it, it keeps you grounded and you're not focusing on work all the time. So you're not quickly burnt out and such. Like just get your mind off of yeah. the BS in life that you exactly. might come across. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. You got to have that escape. Yeah. Get those endorphins pumped and everything. Yeah. So I'm all about it. Bomb. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> we're probably gonna do this a lot, but we could try not to. We we got a lot of inside jokes. Um, cool. So yeah, so you like you like to work out, stay healthy. That's good. Yeah, as a Practice medical professional, preach, right? yeah, medical professional, you probably yeah share a lot, like you know, exercise and dieting and good health. So yeah, I yeah. like that. Practice what you preach. I hear well, that. People want to know who you are. Yeah. So who am I? Um, well, I am Mike Lamb. Based in Dallas, of course, and I work as a videographer and photographer full-time. And I actually did not start off as a videographer photographer. I've been doing it for the past three years. Yeah. But uh, before that, I was in sales and I was in pharmacy, which is a crazy career history. But I uh, finally found what I enjoy, and I've been doing full-time videography and photography for the past three years. And love what I do, man. Got some amazing clients that I've worked with, some some pretty big names and uh, big projects under my belt that I'm really proud of. And mm-hmm. um, what do I like to do for fun? I mean, uh, I'm a nerd, dude. Like, oh, I like uh, I like video games. I like well, more recently I've liked video games in the past year. Fortnite and stuff like that. Yeah, Fortnite, Call of Duty, all that jazz. Um, I built my own PC, so I, I, ever since I was a kid, I. Mm-hmm. I love building PCs and I just brought it back during quarantine because I was bored. Just, just recently got into plants. I don't know if you guys can see my plant over yeah, there. The, yeah, that's, that's ultimate adulting <laughs> right now, right? Yeah, you know. Snake plants and everything. I'm and very minimal. This is my apartment, by the way, and it's very minimal. I don't have a lot of decoration because that's how I like it. Also because I'm lazy. <laughs> and 
so I got into plants to just add some color. That's it. But All right. yeah, that's that's me. That's Mike Lamb, dude. Nice. Well, cool. today I, I wanted to talk to you about specifically how you transitioned. You said you were a pharmacy technician at one point, right? You were in yeah. pharmacy. That's yeah. what you're trying to pursue. Yeah. So essentially, you jumped from medicine to what you're doing now, freelancing, photography, mm-hmm. right? Uh, content creation consultant. Mm. <laughs> that's, oh, that's how I triple see C. you. Okay. Yeah, triple C, <laughs> triple, triple C. threat, triple C. Uh, okay. Yeah. So that, that's that's such a wild experience to me because yep. I mean I look at you and I'm like you're Asian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. That's me. <laughs> and we're you know you know how our parents can be. Yeah. And yeah, you know they sure. want you to be in medicine. They want you to be a lawyer. Some kind of something secure. Yeah. Something secure, high income status, and such like that. And mm-hmm. you you know, you derailed from that, that, that mold. Yeah. So I'm, I'm curious as how, how that journey was, you know? So, yeah, I mean, uh, a lot of it was just kind of self-discovery. Mm-hmm. I was just trying to figure myself out as any 18 year old would be doing or 20 something year old. Yeah. Uh, I still feel like I'm try- trying to figure it out, you know, being almost 30 now. Um, there's a lot of stuff in my life that I still need to put in place, uh, and get straightened out. But for the most part, I think I've got it figured out. Um, but yeah, being in medicine taught me a lot. I think all the experiences that I went through taught me everything that I know. I mean, it, it brought me to where I am now. It, it, like all these life experiences have taught me things that I don't like, yeah. things that I do like, uh, things that I absolutely cannot do for my job or career. And I'm glad I got those out of the way. Granted, it took a long time, like, I don't know, fucking six years or something okay. to realize pharmacy wasn't for me. Uh, so yeah, so I was in farm school. I uh, did all the prereqs in undergrad. I graduated with kinesiology at uh, U of H. Used that to get into pharmacy school. Okay. Because uh, that's kind of almost like a recommendation or a high recommendation. So you actually got into pharmacy school? Yeah, I got right. into farm school. All right. And uh, did it for a year. It was tough. And that was only the first year. Yeah. Um, it kind of hits you like a brick wall. It's like taking your undergrad health courses in like super crash course space yeah, and like yeah i know like every freaking drug herbal yeah substance and all mm-hmm. that yeah, yeah like all the fundamentals of pharmacy mm-hmm. um and yeah and when i was in it dude like it was tough and like i was really trying to stay motivated to keep going with okay. it because i had been working like fucking six years to get there so a lot of money this was a lot your of dream goal money. for a long time this right? was my dream yeah mm-hmm. i put i put that in quotations because like that's what i thought was my dream mm-hmm. uh, but it actually wasn't like when I was studying and stuff, like I was just like, I'm sure every student feels this way when they study, but like they don't want to study. They don't want to be in class and stuff like that. But like mm-hmm. for me, I guess I was just, I was just not interested, period. So um, nothing, that nothing, you were studying, nothing medicine, clicked with me. Got you uh, excited or anything. I mean, there were a couple things that were like, would spark an interest, like, like testosterone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the bomb. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, it was like little things like, I don't know, I'm really good with like, I think I'm really good with like interacting with people and talking with people. Mm-hmm. Um, was that the part of being a farm tech that you like? Because you're, yeah. you're at the window a lot. Yeah. You know, you're, yeah. You're the first person that the patients usually see. Right. Right. Like, what, were you at Walgreens or CVS? Walgreens. Okay. But yeah, so did that for a year. I failed a course. They held me over for the summer to retake tests to see if I can 
pass just pass yeah. like i was I, I think i came out with a d at the end of that last semester of my first year mm-hmm. and that's basically a failing grade uh yeah. in farm school i know some people might think otherwise <laughs> that d for this sucks man. <laughs> this the hell sucks. Out of here. <laughs> yeah that's what i'm saying d means i'm dipping <laughs> i'm not this bitch yeah, um so like yeah, I, I got a D, I failed, uh-huh. and they allowed me to kind of redeem myself, like redemption, like take a few tests and, and go back. And I was like, at, at that point, I was like, do I really want to do this again? Uh, like, do I really want to retake these tests? I was like, you know what? Screw it. Like, this is my last chance. Like, I got to keep going. This is my career. I got to keep pushing. Mm-hmm. And then eventually... Was that was that all you, or was there influences from your parents? Were you looking at your peers and like... You know, they're in medicine too. I mean, because yeah. I was pursuing medicine also. Yeah. Right. And we're like BFFs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, did, I mean, was that, was that motivation solely you or did you have outside influences that were just as prominent? Yeah. So that's a good question. Uh, like my family definitely, they didn't pressure me, but they were like kind of nudging me in that direction. Like, okay, okay you're doing pharmacy. That's cool. That's good. Keep doing that's, that. That's yeah. good. That's, that's good. Gong. good. Yeah. Good gong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good job. Good job. And they, they kept put, nudging me in that direction. And they never, I mean, I, I appreciate my parents for that too. It's just not nudging me or yeah. like not, not um, pressuring me to do it. They were just like, they were just t- saying like in general, like have a secure job and stuff. I'm like, oh, pharmacy, that's secure, you know, six mm-hmm. figure salary. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be happy once I make six figures. Uh, well, I mean, that's not necessarily true. So, yeah, y- your parents were nudging you to do that, but they yeah. weren't too yeah. overbearing and such like that yeah that's 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 actually really fortunate of you you know yeah not every parent is like that right and sometimes some people are like i'm disappointed in you. yeah they do it for their parents mm-hmm. and then they sacrifice their own happiness and and well-being in that sense yeah and that's what i didn't want to yeah. do like when so, i yeah when i failed that that test that redemption test mm-hmm. that i took that was when i really had to decide because they were like do you want to come back and repeat your first year again because you have to redo it you failed you yeah. failed the test you failed the class like sorry, you got to repeat the year or you got to drop out. And, uh, I chose to drop out like that. I, I took like a few days to think about it mm-hmm. and I, I it was so, the best feeling to drop out too. So yeah. at what point were you just like, you know, this is it, this, yeah. this is, you know, this is, I'm at crossroads right now. It's either yeah. I go this way or that way. What, what was, at what point was that? And then what, what was that influence right there? I mean, did you look at, other people, mm-hmm. speakers and stuff like that, or oh yeah, models or something. Yeah, like uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, for instance. <laughs> I love that guy. At first, I didn't like him, but I think that's yeah. how most people are. They, he's just so aggressive. Yeah, with his views, unfiltered, unfiltered. You know, but no that's BS. sometimes that's what you need. Like you can't, uh-huh. you can't always want to hear what you want to hear so what was what was the quote what was the the lesson learned that you took from it? Uh, just oh, there was no specific quote, but like uh, overall with him, he was just like. I guess it kind of is a quote, but like you don't need permission from anybody to mm-hmm. do what you want to do and makes you, and makes you happy. And what I got from that was like, I got to take care of myself and like make yeah. sure I'm happy because if I'm not happy, I can't take care of other people around me, like my family or my significant other, yeah, whoever absolutely. it may be, my loved ones. Yeah. So yeah, so that's what really encouraged me to all right, fuck it, I'm out of here. Like I'm done with farm school, and it was the most liberating feeling ever. Like I. That would come first in my most liberating feelings. Like there, there's other things where I've like unleashed the chains uh, in my past that that I felt, but that that was definitely the top. Yeah, yeah. Because it was a tough decision, and I, when I finally did it, I was like a huge weight was lifted, and so, I could do whatever I want. That's amazing. So, yeah. so you, 
I mean, you look to yourself. So upon reflection, you're like, I have to take care of myself. I come first. Yep. And I got to do what makes me happy and it's going to bring me fulfillment in life. Yep. And you knew at that point, pharmacy was not, was not going to be it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So the lessons learned in pharmacy, what, what, what were they? Like, I mean, you're making six figures. You said, I thought, yeah, we, you know, people banking like that. Lessons doesn't happiness that I come? Yeah. So at that point I wasn't making six figures yet. I was in debt. <laughs> I was actually in the negatives. Yeah. Yeah. You weren't worth shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, it was just the, the goal of getting to six figures at the end of farm school, like mm -hmm. making that money. Yeah, you it's, know? it's the rat race, man. It's, We're all wired to do that. Yeah. It's like this, uh, this, this invisible blueprint that you feel like you have to make six figures to be happy. Yeah. Um, and that's not true. There, there are people that do make six figures that are happy. There's also that are unhappy, really unhappy. And then there's some that are, that make 50 grand a year and they're extremely happy. They have a family. They're, they're all good. Yeah, yeah. And then some are also unhappy. They want to make more money and that's cool. Um, but for me, the six figure thing was, was the only thing driving me at the time. And that's like the worst motivation to have when in school. You should actually like what you're doing when you're in school, exactly. which I feel like you did. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, like you enjoyed everything you were learning. You were like all in, like 100%. Yeah. I was like, dude, 25% in. Like I was Dang, just like, that, I was. That's not even enough. That's, yeah. that's a low threshold. Yeah, and that 25% that was like hanging on by a thread was, was like, I got to have a secure income. Yeah. I guess, I don't know. That's, I think as a medical professional, like you, that shouldn't be your motivation. Right. You know, your motivation should be to, to take care of people, like genuinely want to take care of yeah. people. I'm, yeah. My mentors always told me, I mean, first take care of the patients and everything yeah. will follow. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I, you know, men, healthcare is still a business at the end of the day. I get it. Yeah. But I mean, if you have that principle first in mind, yeah. then generally you can get over those obstacles where, you know, work is hard. Yeah. Um, you're trying to compete with other people, yeah. make more money and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah if... if you know, if you didn't want to take care of the patients first because you felt mm -hmm. like yourself, need, you need to be taken care of first. And mm -hmm. yeah, I agree. That, that's, that's amazing, you know. Mm -hmm. So now you quit pharmacy school, mm -hmm. right? You're, 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 you have all this debt. You quit pharmacy school. Um, you probably didn't know what was the next step, right? But yeah. you knew you had to break it down to your parents. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that was a whole nother you know, battle. Asian parents, overbearing parents, what have yeah. you. Like, what was that discussion like? I mean, yeah. were you scared shitless and stuff? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was like the second. I would say that was like the first battle was dropping out and actually making the decision. The second mm -hmm. thing, which I should have actually done before I dropped out, was talk to them. Oh, you, you didn't, didn't even consult them before? No, hell no. <laughs> I didn't talk to them. I didn't even tell them that I was failing. I didn't tell them I was failing. Wow. Yeah. So I was like, I was really trying to sneak by and just try to pass these tests and mm -hmm. like hopefully don't have to repeat my first year and like cost them more money because, you know, my parents saved money since I was a kid for me to go to college. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's their money. And uh, yeah, it, it was a tough uh, call to begin with. And then I had to talk to them, which was a whole nother thing. And uh, leading up, I was when you're when you're so nervous about doing something you just got to jump in and do it so that's that's kind of what i yeah, did just rip the band-aid off just, yeah just say, like, i'm all in yeah exactly all put right? some put some rubbing alcohol on it like let's go <laughs> right like that's that's basically what i had to do was uh was just go into my parents room literally was in my parents room they were just chilling it was like, it was like a weekend mm -hmm. and i was just like i just said it i was like mom dad I, I dropped i'm dropping or i dropped out of pharmacy school 
And like once I dropped that bomb on them, they were, yeah. they were what like, "What the hell? <laughs> what the hell? What you say to me, huh? Uh-huh. Could be hot, nữa." Oh no! No, I was bringing back uh, yeah. back bad memories. So you go in there, you drop the bomb that you you know yeah. you're no longer in pharmacy school. Yeah. What was it, what was their reaction? It was disbelief. I think it took them a while to process it for a second. Mm. Yeah. They were like, heavy. "Why did you do like what?" Like you caught them like, off guard. Yeah, right? caught them off guard because I didn't tell them anything up until that point. I just hit them with the bomb. Like I dropped out. Wow. Yeah. So they were in shock. Yeah. They were like. Why'd you, well, you know, what happened? What'd you do? So I went through the whole story about how I failed and retook the tests and stuff like that. And like, I was like, this is a decision that I made and I just want to do what makes me happy. Like stuff mm-hmm. like that. Also, I, you know, coming from an Asian family, we don't really talk about our feelings a lot. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's very emotionless in a way. You just handle it, yeah, right? You just handle it yourself and like brush it under the rug and just mm-hmm. move on. Tough up. Yeah. And, um, yeah, when I told them, I was like, I just want to do what makes me happy. Uh, pharmacy doesn't make me happy. And failing just was kind of like my way out of it. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'll figure it out. I'm going to figure out one way or another. I'm going to make money somehow, get a job, blah, blah, mm. blah. And they were like, but at that time, you didn't have a for sure plan. You no. Just, it was yeah. that, that drive you still had. Yeah. Okay. It's just all I had was, you know, debt. Yeah, <laughs> the debt and the, the, the motivation to, like, try to prove my parents that, that I can do more uh past pharmacy school yeah yeah so it was tough they were they were just like man like how's my son gonna make money you know mm-hmm. like and i was like you guys didn't raise a bum like i you know i, I want to work hard i work hard for everything that i do and i'm not gonna let this like bring me down or make me homeless or anything so i just wanted them to trust me that's all i wanted was just to yeah i might know they might be upset but i just wanted them to trust me mm-hmm yeah. So the, the to support your decision, support my decision <laughs> already, that, that I already I mean, made. There ain't no going back, right? Yeah, you just there's want, no going back. Yeah, you dropped out. So you mentioned being happy, right? Yeah. That's what you wanted. Yeah. And pharmacy was not it. Yeah. So how did they take that? I mean, were they receptive of, yeah, we want you to be happy too, or you know, like, no. just fight it through, make that money, you nah, know, six they, figs. They they were not. They were so hung up on the still on the idea that I dropped out. Mm-hmm. They were like. I mean, maybe they did feel like, oh, I do want my son to be happy and make sure he's happy. To yeah. them, like, work is work. Like, you don't have to be happy. Yeah, it's you work to, me. to survive. Yeah, that's like I think that's, that's an immigrant mentality. It's immigrant mentality. Yeah, like it's like we came here with nothing. We had to work. There's no choice. I don't care if you like it. Yeah, we just got to make money and provide. Yeah, and I get that. And now that we, my parents have worked us up from nothing, uh, and and got me to that point, I have the freedom or the, the, the choice. Mm-hmm. I have the opportunity to be happy if I want to and like what I do. Yeah. I, that's how I see it. Absolutely. Like they gave me this opportunity. I might as well take advantage of it. Yeah. Cause there's people out there who don't like what they do and, and they're stuck in the cubicle nine to five for the rest of their life. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it could be a cubicle. It could be a medical professional too. In the office, like, in the cubicle, it, yeah, whatever. <laughs> you're stuck somewhere, whatever you're just <laughs> delivering pizza. In the yeah, car, like <laughs> whatever it may be. I'm not knocking on anybody's jobs. Like, cause you might really like it. Yeah. But do what makes you happy. If it's if it is a nine to five, that's and some people are happy and like, like secure income. Just do it. Like as long as it's your choice. That's what I say. Mm-hmm. It's as long as your choice and you feel actually. I, I like that. So it's happy. like you you own it, right? Yeah, just you own know, it. It's my decision. Yeah. At this point, you're driven. You don't have a clear cut plan. Yeah. And so, at that point, how are you doing? Like, what what was going to be the next move for you? How'd you figure that out? Yeah. Um. So I was like, I knew I needed to find a job. So mm-hmm. I was like, I needed to find any job. 
And so I talked to my cousin in Philly and he was in sales yeah. and he's like, why don't you get into sales? I was like, Hmm, what, what's involved? Like, what do I have to do? And he's like, well, you, you know, you're a very friendly guy. You could talk to people. Um, sales is basically that you just talk to yeah. people and hopefully sell a product at the end of the day, make commission and stuff like that. And I was like, I considered it. I was like, mm, it doesn't really sound like something that I like to do. Like yeah. I, that was uh, literally the first thing. It's I, all new to you. Right? Yeah. It's all new to me. And it's, it doesn't sound very attractive to me, but I'm like, I need a job. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. at this point I feel like you're trying to climb the corporate ladder. Yeah. Okay. I took the corporate route at this point. Oh, okay. So I, I chose to do that. So and from medicine like, to business corporation, all that. Yeah. Day. Yeah. Big transition. So yeah. from, again, I never pictured myself working in an office, but I did. So I, I got a sales job. So you went to the cubicle. I went to the cubicle. <laughs> I did the cubicle. It wasn't cubicles. It was pretty open floor plan. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. No, no walls between like you and your next door neighbor. Working. <laughs> I mean, it, my coworkers were cool at my corporate job and, uh, I made good money there too. It was decent, uh, enough for me to travel and save and stuff mm-hmm. um, and get my feet planted. But yeah, sales, sales for like, Three years, almost, no, two years. I did sales for two years, inside oh. sales, made 75 calls a day. Can you imagine doing that? Dude. Calling 75 people a day. Nah, man. Yeah. Can you like, like DM, DM them? And yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wish I could that. have at that time. <laughs> yeah, I would have I been all up in everyone's DMs. So three years doing sales. Two, Obviously, you're- Yeah, two years. Two years. Obviously, you're not in sales anymore, so yeah. I feel like that wasn't a fit for you. Right? Yeah. Dude, yeah, I went through a lot of cycles. Did it, just, did it remind you of medicine in a way? Yeah, it, it brought me back to like, I'm not happy here. I'm just kind of going through the motions, mm-hmm. uh, doing what I have to do, like bare minimum. Yeah. So you quit medicine, farm school. You yeah. find out sales is not a right fit for you. Yep. So then what's what's the next move after that? <laughs> I know, a lot, lots of moves. <laughs> the next move... I, I like donate blood <laughs> <laughs> desperate out here bro um yeah so the next move was continue to find what i like to do and uh when i was in europe and when i was traveling during my full-time corporate job i was making videos like just youtube videos vlogs stuff like that like and for fun or for the company for fun dude okay. and, and stuff for the company too because we had to do an office tour because mm-hmm. we have offices around the globe um, I talk like I'm still working there. <laughs> yeah. So I, I did videos and I really enjoyed that. And I've been doing it since I was in high school. Like uh-huh. I took a videography class and I freaking loved it. Made like so just like, one, just one videography class in high school. Yeah. One videography class. We did okay. music videos, like just stupid, <laughs> stupid music videos with my buddies in PA or Philly. And, uh, and it was, it was a ton of fun for me to edit and to film. It was, mm-hmm. it's what I liked. And I just saw, saw it as a hobby and I was like, doing it while I was at my full-time job too. And I was like, dude, it's like bringing back memories. I really like this yeah. stuff like that. Maybe I should do this for a living. This is when I was listening to Gary Vee mm-hmm. and he was like, do what oh, you So he's still coaching you, you up. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, that's when I've discovered him was, during, oh, okay. you know, podcast during my one yeah. hour commute to work until you're like, every Gary, morning. This is what I want to use like, <laughs> yeah. Gary's like, I hear you. I hear you. And I'm going to tell you Just fucking quit your job. <laughs> That was pretty good. That was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. So that's Gary V for you. But that I learned a lot from that and just not having to look for permission to, to do what I want to do and figure out what it is that you like. Cause you spend as much time doing what you like, uh, doing what you do now. Like the hours that you spend doing what you don't like right now mm-hmm. could be spent towards something you do like and building something right on it. Yeah. So imagine like spending 40 hours a week on doing something that you enjoy and, and building that and hopefully making 
exponentially more money than your your current full-time job yeah you know sounds like Like, a good investment right yeah yeah so might as well do something that you like is is what i'm saying so yeah um so photography is kind of where you're leaning towards videography at this point yeah it was mostly videography because that was like what really got me into cameras and stuff okay yeah so videography was my first love you probably have some money saved up and stuff like that yeah right Mm -hmm. but you're gonna go into videography so technically you'd be a freelancer Mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. yeah that's pretty much what it was yeah freelancing mm-hmm. and, and getting clients working on projects of all kinds like, did you know what kind of project you want to do or, no were you gonna do like wedding videography I, I, or i yeah i was open to anything at mm-hmm. that point when you're just starting you say yes to everything yeah <laughs> weddings i think you're also videos. doing like trying to build up your portfolio too. Yeah, like hey exactly. let me take pictures of you you know yeah yeah that's basically like the grind of a freelancer is like you mm-hmm. got to build a portfolio if you want to put your okay. name out there just put your work out there if it's good enough yeah people will reach out to you well i feel okay so if we if we focus on medicine you know we we train a few years yeah you know while we're to to be able to see patients on our own and everything yeah you took a a course in high school uh-huh uh-huh you probably had a camera laying around oh yeah so I, i'm wondering where these skills develop because i mean you, you just woke up one day and you're yeah. like hey i'm gonna do videography like where yeah, true. did you have more equipment laying around somewhere like yeah. where'd you learn the skills was it youtube were you reading vlogs Yo. did you have a mentor yeah no mentor uh, just yeah just youtube really yeah uh thank god for like the internet because like yeah Dude, I you can learn anything from the internet if you work yeah, hard. I for use it while I treat patients too. Man. Yeah, there's so much good. <laughs> <laughs> he knows his stuff, guys. He doesn't need the internet all the time. <laughs> Doctor Google he's, works for me a, sometimes. He's a professional. <laughs> he's like, what condition is this? Mm, let me just Google this. Uh, yeah. So with videography, I taught myself. Everybody asked me like, did you go to school for? It? I was like, I know there's film school, but I didn't go. Um, I'm self-taught. Wow. Yeah. Respect. So YouTube just practicing as well. I learned a lot while working for clients too. Like what, what little tweaks I can make to make things better, uh-huh. like color, lighting, editing. Like so a lot of on the spot training. And yeah. Learning. That's the best way to learn is like get thrown into it and like yeah. just figure it out. And, uh, but with like a little basis of information. So that's what mm-hmm. YouTube was. It gave me like the basics mm-hmm. and I went out and like created my own style and, um, figured out my own techniques that worked for me and like the gear that works for me. Yeah. But in terms of the gear and stuff, I had to buy all that. Like, I had savings, um, and then I also picked up a serving job at a sushi restaurant. Oh, did you? Yeah. So you were also doing freelancing and then supplementing that with serving. Yeah, because I you know. were a stud server in the, be- in, in yeah, the day, right? Yeah, back at OG, OG, OG Olive Garden. <laughs> yeah, so Olive Garden, uh, a couple other Italian restaurants, and then now the like sushi restaurants Yeah, uh, was I was the job that I went. I was like, I'm never going back to serving. And then I started serving. Is, is that pretty typical for, you know, people starting off and freelancing and such like that? To- yeah, you got to make ends meet. Like, yeah, you still, you at that point, you still have rent. You have bills to pay. Yeah, Maybe I moved out. Yeah, yep. I moved out. So I had rent. I had bills, my own mm-hmm. stuff to pay for. Uh, yeah. Plus, I wanted to like enjoy life a little bit, go out a little bit. I, yeah. Yeah, so... At that time, I was like, dude, I just need to make a little bit of money to make rent. And then mm-hmm. I'll figure out the rest. Like, I'll make some part-time money from videography. Yeah. So, yeah. I quit my, my, my sales job pretty abruptly, too. Because, like, the week of, they pulled me in and were like, do you, do you want to be here? And I, I had a decision to make at that point. I was like, should I just tell them? I'm like, 
no, I don't want to be here. And then I just and then, said and then, it. And then, and then you were like, Gary B. <laughs> <laughs> Gary B., thank you, bro. <laughs> you freed me. And um, yeah, so I, I went back to, or yeah, I went back to like figuring out the drawing board and figure mm-hmm. out what I like to do. And so, yeah, that's what got me started and served tables to make, uh, or served at a restaurant to supplement, your income. supplement income, make some money. Okay. Um, yeah, dipped into my savings to get furniture for my new apartment and pay rent and stuff. Yeah, it's okay. Like yeah. I saved. I knew I was gonna take a hit. Uh-huh. Yeah, you kind of. That's why you have savings. You prepare for stuff yeah. like that. So I mean, that's just a lot of. That that's a lot of moving parts. You yeah. know, you have. You got to worry about your income, your bills. Yeah. You got to grind out with freelancing because that's gonna be your business coming in, and then yep. you're also doing a side hustle or side gig, being a server. Yeah. I mean, that's. To me, that's like holy shit because. You know, I'm in healthcare. I'm mm-hmm. a W two traditional mm-hmm. worker. Mm-hmm. I I know I'm gonna get paychecks. Yeah. You know, as long as I'm not furloughed or some yeah. shit like that. <laughs> yeah. But I know I'm gonna get income on a regular basis. You know, 24 yeah. periods in, yeah. in a year, I'm gonna get money. Yeah. So I have some stability. I have some security. Yeah. And I mean, you were in healthcare too, right? Yeah. So I mean, that's what you were expecting. Yeah. So now there's like, you, you didn't know if you were gonna get paid or whatnot, right? Yeah. Yeah, this is a huge gamble, um, not knowing when I was going to get paid. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, it was, it, that's, that's another big decision is like when you go into something like that, a uh, creative industry, like yeah, it's not consistent, dude. Like some months you'll like do really well. Some months you'll be like, yeah. where are the projects coming from? Like, I don't know where. Yeah. So yeah, you, you have to, that, that's what you sign up for and you have to know that before you get into it. Um, it's not stable. And that's just a, a gamble. So you might you, you might actually make. be like in the negative or not making yeah. any money for months. Right. Luckily, I haven't been to that stage yet. Mm-hmm. Um, like I've been able to sustain a. But you a, were like preparing for it in income. a sense, right? Yeah, I was prepared for. It. I'm like there. There's gonna be months where I'm not probably not gonna make that much money, mm-hmm. but I won't. I just won't spend as much, or I'll keep saving to make sure I have a cushion. Yeah. Shit like that. Just gotta be smart about it, dude. Like you can't just go f- free willy out there and just like I'll figure it out. Oh yeah. Like, no plan. Fuck you, money and stuff like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's 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 the story about uh, how it got started and where I am now. And now I've figured out how to make a baseline income and like yeah. figure like cover my baseline expenses and living expenses and still save and have fun. When did it start to lighten up and you were like, okay, this is actually viable. You yeah. Know, like I'm actually doing this. When, did, at what point did you feel like that occurred? Uh, it was like, it was actually pretty quick. Cause, uh, Damn. I've, yeah, three months, three months uh, into yeah. videography. Yeah. Uh-huh. Three months or so. Cause I, I quit my job in August. I started my serving job in September and I quit my serving job in December, like by November. Bro. So that's all within like November, that year. Yeah, November, so, December. I guess that's a good sign if you're like, hey, I could quit my side gig. Yeah. Either because you saved up enough mm-hmm. or things are actually looking up. Mm-hmm. So did you have like a specific project that was like the game changer? Actually, yeah, it was It was one of my clients, Tana and Greg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were the ones that hit me up first to oh, work yeah? on like this video series about food because Tana's a real foodie. Shout out mm-hmm. Tana. Hidden gym. Um, yeah, <laughs> hidden gym. Yeah, if you, if you want to go to a gym in Dallas, go to Hidden Gym. Check it out. <laughs> Little plug there. But yeah, so with them, they they hit me up. Tana's like pretty like really big in the fitness industry. So is Greg. Owned a few mm-hmm. gyms in his career. So um, they're very experienced in their field. 
And uh, I got connected with them. We worked on like a project with Greg about food and like it was a, like a food challenge video. Yeah. And it was just a fun YouTube video. Sounds but fun. that's how it all started. It was just like a simple YouTube video that I made for them and mm-hmm. they liked what I did. Uh, and we just, con- they just kept hitting me back up to work on more stuff. Yeah. I think you're, you're, they're still your clients right now too, They're right? still my Three clients. Later? Yeah. Two? Really good relationship with them. And that's a big thing about freelancing is that make meaningful relationships with your clients because they're the ones that they, they treat you good and mm-hmm. they'll, they'll keep coming back to you to, to work with you. Um, yeah. So I guess the biggest project that, that really like turned things around for me was when I did the workout series with Tana. Um, yeah, I did it for her supplement company that she's sponsored by and we worked together every day for four weeks. It was a one month project and it it was basically a a eight week training series to get people fit. Yeah. It was really cool. So, I mean, that opened up the doors for the fitness industry probably. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's basically what I shoot now. Um, it's mostly sports and fitness and then, um, yeah, didn't you do like a training camp for some football team or something for the Cowboys? Yeah. Uh, no, not for the Cowboys. It was a, like something like an NFL event, but like, uh, Duke, my other client, he, he's a, um, he's like a O-line coach mm-hmm. or a consultant for teams. And you know, he does his own coaching on this, uh, as his main business in yeah. Dallas here, he gets NFL guys, college guys coming to Dallas just to train with him. Yeah, like, he's cool. really big in his industry and, um, I respect him a lot for that. So, yeah, he's he's got a lot under his belt and a lot of experience, so it was really great to connect with him. And we got to do this uh, O-line event in Dallas here for the mm-hmm. past three years where, like, hundreds or, like, this year it was, like, almost 100 people, I think. Wow. Uh, but in the past it was, like, 50 or so people. It started off small. Dude, yeah. But, but a bunch of pro players just come in and talk football and (laughs) yeah dude i just felt felt so emasculated (laughs) those are like the manly yeah i was like here with a camera like oh i'm so small i'm tiny these guys are like six five like jesus man they're fucking massive but yeah yeah like it was so interesting to just hear them talk ball it was it was such a cool experience this is just goes into like videography like i wouldn't be able to see all these things and do all these things if i didn't get into videography so yeah Really fortunate to uh, to work with awesome people and awesome do events. You, do you feel like it, it just takes that one person to open up this window of opportunity and all these doors for you? Yeah. How, how did you meet that person? Yeah. Like with DMs? Like, oh, I mean, yeah. You know, social media is so prominent yeah, so nowadays. Tana just found a video that um, or some content that I made for my friend's restaurant. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, my God, this looks great. Like, I want to hire this guy to, to do my food videos. So she, like, messaged you after yeah, seeing Yeah, she it. just DM'd me and was like, wow. hey. And I was like, whoa, why is someone reaching? Like, at that time, I like, had, like, oh, really? like a thousand it was followers like surreal. or something. Yeah, yeah. And she had, like, a following of, like, 70 plus. And I was like, why is, like, a <laughs> big-time chick, up. like, hit me up to do, like, a small-time videographer? I was like, mm-hmm. but I had to, like, believe in myself. I'm like, she liked my work. So I was just like. Like she, she must trust me in something. So let's like at least meet up and talk about an mm-hmm. opportunity. Yeah. Well, so at this point, are your parents like, you know, at first they were like, you know, they wanted you to go to pharmacy school, six yeah. figures. And, you know, they could brag to their friends, hey, my son's a pharmacist. Yeah. You know, he makes a lot of money. Yeah. So did you ever like win them over? Or are they still like pushing you to go back to school? And- yeah, I think, I think my parents are always gonna like if if i was in pharmacy school i think they'd be bragging a lot more to their friends yeah like using me as kind of like a trophy 
because I feel like that's how most parents are. They're like they're proud of their kids. Yeah, that's that's the truth. Show that's the truth. Yeah, like, that's how when they catch up with each other, it's yeah. like, what does your son do? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, he's a pharmacist. Like, oh, they're like, oh, like, oh, wow, <laughs> yeah. my son's a lawyer, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> they try, they try to like one up each other. Yeah, every time, right. Yeah, it's yeah. an Asian thing. I don't know. It could be like a like a, just a general parent thing when they meet up with yeah. other parents. Just, mm-hmm. I mean, you're proud of your kids, so I don't blame them. You know, they want to brag about them. They want to yeah. post them up. But yeah, I don't think I like won them over, but I think I gained their trust. Like they trust me in like being able to support myself, which is all they really wanted was me to support myself and mm-hmm. to support my significant other and, you know, potentially raise a family and get a house and stuff like that. So just basic life stuff. Yeah. As long as I'm able to support it with any kind of income, like I think they'd be happy, but they were just kind of skeptical, skeptical in the beginning because it nothing did, was did you like show them a video of yours and they were like no. like impressed you i don't know? think that would have i don't think that would have won them over like your, to be your honest. smooth b-rolls and stuff <laughs> 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 no b-roll would satisfy my parents yeah. <laughs> yeah they they were just i think i think when i did the nfl event yeah it, it made them like uh like oh this is like real like mm. this is cool like because they were excited to see you know nfl like me filming you know, pro players. Yeah. Which is really cool for me too. Like I thought it was an awesome experience. Um, so yeah, I don't think I won them over, but I, I think I gained their trust. And then now they're just, they're, they're just like, okay, what's the next thing kind of thing where they're like, to gonna, this day, you're going to get married. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like but outside of career house. and stuff. Yeah. 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 They're like, okay, you got that step done. Here's the next one. Like they're ready for the next mm-hmm. step for me. They're not like, Oh, I'm so proud of you. Blah, blah, blah. Like, no, they don't, you know, yeah, you'll probably never get that to be honest right? and that's okay yeah because i know my parents and they yeah. don't have to say that you know i know they love it's like me. indirectly they they'll show that to you yeah 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 mm-hmm. they'll just kind of talk to me about work how's work going like my dad will ask me stuff mm-hmm. like that so I, I know they care and i know that they 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 are they trust me now okay. um they might not be like extremely happy or ecstatic with what i'm doing if, as if i was a pharmacist mm-hmm. but um i think we're good i think we're okay what about so so overall, you know, your parents are still supporting you, which is, mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, if that's all you get, then yeah. you're happy with this, you yeah. know, right? Yeah, I'd be, I'm fine with that. Do you know, like, do you regret not being in medicine, not making six figures? How, how are your friends doing? Yeah. You know, besides myself, like, yeah. in medicine and stuff like that, as you look back in hindsight? Um, yeah, like, I'm, I, to this day, I have no regrets, like, about dropping like, out of farms not one no <laughs> not one letter <laughs> no regrets, regrets. <laughs> hold on let me just pull my shirt down real quick say that again no so with with farm school i, I have no regrets with like dropping out and doing what i want to do because mm-hmm. like, I, I love what i do now like there's no question about it like i i wouldn't like i but i'm thankful for it i'm thankful for the experience because it made me realize i hate that stuff <laughs> like i can't do it i don't know how you do it in medicine yeah like i, I like taking care of people and like making sure everybody's good because that's kind of what i have always done in my past you have to provide value to other people in some way damn yeah, yeah. that's deep yeah and, so and no matter what industry you do yeah you gotta be a value to somebody right Right. like so for videography it's like i want to promote your business i want to get you more business and when people tell me like oh like dude your video helped me get like x amount of clients i'm like dude that's like the best that's fulfilling yeah you yeah. know and like when when a patient says they they, they feel better or something like that, you probably feel really good, or like yeah, yeah, they appreciate your work. It's the cherry on top. You yeah, know? yeah, it makes it validates what you're doing. So yeah, absolutely, as long as you get that fulfillment. Let me ask you: you quit farm school, but some yeah. of your peers, your classmates, they did they finish? Oh yeah, so yeah, Have my you buddies. Up with them, what are they saying? Yeah, like, I got three guys that I'm really 
close with uh, from farm school. We just hung out all the time um, during that first year that I was there. Mm-hmm. And did, uh, did they end up guys, finishing? They ended up finishing. Mm-hmm. And what are um, they saying? Like, what do they say to you that you're still freelancing and they finished farm school? <laughs> they, they just anybody who's in farm school that knew I was in farm school too mm-hmm. would just be like, dude. You're so lucky you quit. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. it, it just validates everything that I've been doing and like the the quitting that I did back then to just to do what I like. And they're just like, dude, like I can't wait till I'm out of debt so I can finally do what I want to do. I'm like, I mean, I, I have this optimistic idea where I'm just like, you could still do it as a side thing, like you uh-huh. know, and figure that shit out while you're getting a steady income from farm school. But yeah, absolutely. For the most part, I think my guys like that I hung out with, I don't think they, they really like their jobs. Um, really, truly, like, truly. Yeah. I mean, they vent about it a lot and mm-hmm. I'm just like, yeah, I would be there too. Cause I know exactly how they feel. Yeah. About I mean, you, you were farm job. tech for years too, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. I didn't enjoy it uh, a lot, but you know, there's some aspects of that, that I did like, but not enough to keep me there. Yeah. I, I do hope that those dudes are like, you know, they fi- eventually find happiness because that's what I want for all my friends. It's mm-hmm. like, just be happy with what you're doing, bro. Damn. Yeah, for Let's real. Let's to that. Let's for go. Real. Yeah, like, uh, like, I always try to give them hope. Like, dude, like, you don't have to do, no one said you have to do pharmacy the rest of your life. Yeah, you yeah. Know? You can quit. Like At any time, right? But, but you got to work on other shit too to, to do what you like. So I feel like that's... I just hope that they like what they do. It's, it's definitely coming from someone that's in medicine to quit is... Yeah the debt is one thing you know yeah. you kind of feel chained to your job because mm. you need a paycheck to That's pay true. off the debt that you just you yeah. know got from all, true. all those years of training yep. and then we're we're so trained mm-hmm. to almost like brainwash in a sense you know mm-hmm. we're so this dream where you go to undergrad mm-hmm. you go get a high paying job and you just stay there for the rest of your life you yeah know, earn that steady yeah. paycheck consistent yeah. paycheck yeah and so it's like even even thinking outside of that box is is frightening Mm. yeah because it's not it's not secure it's not it's not secure it's very um outside of our realm of comfort yeah you know yeah so like like when you're talking about some months you might not have income Mm. you know or you don't know what your income potentially potentially yeah Yeah. but at least you have to prepare in the beginning right as you're investing more time yeah building up your business and your portfolio and such like that like that yeah that shakes people that shakes me up yeah you know yeah like it just completely it, it just kind of like turns your world upside down yeah, yeah yeah to walk away from such a thing like that so yeah yeah i think i think it's e- definitely easier said than done but mm-hmm. i think that's what people in healthcare are thinking about you know mm-hmm. like i'm earning a pretty decent paycheck mm-hmm. and some some people might actually be happy in their jobs mm-hmm. but other people are maybe they want to venture off outside of mm-hmm. healthcare you know they can always come back and stuff yeah. like that that's a good right. thing about having a degree is like, yeah. you can always go back to your profession. Just have an explanation why you took a break, mm-hmm. it potentially. Like, like for you, you followed through. And I'm going to turn it on you. Like, the question's on you. Like, you followed through with health career. Yeah. With a health career. Um, you know, you for the most part, you it seemed like you enjoyed it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what, what, what's the payoff? What, like, how do you feel now that you cons. finished and now that you're full-time working? How, how long have you been working now? About a year and... So a year and a half. A year and a half. Yeah. Okay. So you've been a year and a half in the field, mm-hmm. grinding. Now that you're here and you finished school, which is the opposite of what I did, how do you? How does it feel? So the pros, the pros definitely is having a steady income, right? Yeah. A steady paycheck. I know when I'm going to get paid, and it's yeah, it's predictable. Mm-hmm. The I guess the cons to it is you know the debt that you incurred. Yeah. And then 
a lot of healthcare is is delayed gratification too. Mm. So I mean, you're gonna have maybe one or two patients a week or something where you feel like I actually did some good for them. Yeah. And then majority of it mm. is gonna be a lot of bullshit admin work, dealing mm. with insurance, dealing with you know patients' expectations and stuff, and, mm. and and just the healthcare system. Yeah. So it's. I mean, it's a lot to take on. So I can see why people get burnt out. I can see why people look up to people like you that are like, you know, you, you kind of, you, you cross the realm where mm. you're doing what you're doing mm-hmm. on your own terms. Mm-hmm. You know, you're your own boss. Some people can't like picture that. Right. You know, it's not even an option. Yeah. Uh, at, when you're in school. Yeah. Like, and it's like, we're like, I'm not doing that. There's nothing wrong with working for people if, if that's your personality. But I feel like perhaps more people want to venture off and see what it's like to be your own boss. Yeah. You know, to work on your own terms and things like that. Yeah. So, I mean, at the end of the day, personally, I'm still happy with my choice. You Mm -hmm. know, happy with not pursuing being an MD, a doctor, being a PA. That that was your original route? You were going to be a a doctor? Yeah, yeah. So I I switched like midway through undergrad. And so I still have no regrets. You know, (laughs) I, I mean, the debt I have is pretty pretty small compared to people in pharmacy school and dental and you know mds and my income is still like you know i'm pretty happy i'm I'm a low maintenance kind of dude you know so like i don't need a lot so like when i'm getting this paycheck i'm like holy shit (laughs) what do do i do with this yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, which is great you know yeah that's a good problem to have yeah it's like what do i do with my money but that that's that's the pros is you know why we go into healthcare and yeah i guess the status is cool too but i can relate to you that you know my parents they still go to their friends and they're saying, you know, like, I'm a doctor. Given mm-hmm. there's no real great term for PAs in, in the mm-hmm. Asian language and Vietnamese and Chinese, but, mm-hmm. you know, they still use that title of doctor. Mm-hmm. And I know they want me to pursue that one day. Oh, really? But, like, yeah, I... You're not there yet? Dude, no, I, I just <laughs> realized, you know, I'll always let them down in that portion, you know, mm-hmm. like, I proudly put it up to their faces that, yeah. you know, I have a master's degree in PA, yeah. but, you know, like yeah. you, like, we just want to be self-sufficient and fulfilled and just... Yeah. You know, there's, there's, there's life outside of work. Yeah. So now that you're, you know, you're thriving as a freelancer, I mean, do you think, do you also agree that most people in medicine have this desire as you? I think, yeah, majority of people, I don't know. I, I could be, I could be wrong. Cause you went through entire, like, uh, the career of healthcare, yeah, yeah. but like you went through the whole education part of it too. Yeah. Um, do you feel like everybody enjoyed what they were doing? I, I feel like most people, well, I feel like it's normal in healthcare to, to vent, you know, and to banter and just right. kind of, you know, shoot the shit. Yeah. But yeah, I, I feel like there's a lot of people in healthcare that are, are wondering what life would be like on the Ooh. other side. And like, grass is greener. Yeah. I guess that, that grass is always going to be greener, but even to just like dabble in there, you know? Mm. Um, oh, I mean, like it's, it, what's to say that you can't do that? You, like you can, like you work mm-hmm. a set amount of hours, yeah. like outside of that kind of dabble into like different things whether I, if it's, yeah i definitely think it's possible i think yeah. you gotta take that leap of faith right yeah so what would you say to anyone in, in healthcare or i guess in general that are mm-hmm. stuck on this this rat race going to college getting a degree getting mm-hmm. a high-paying job Ooh, you know dang. nine to five like what's Ooh. if you were if you were to talk with your son who's yeah. having this dilemma uh, okay what I like that. what would you what would Big Daddy Mike say? <laughs> <laughs> well, you go for the pump, son. <laughs> Always go for the pump. Man, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, who taught you Vietnamese? Yeah. I don't know shit. 
no, so with my kid, if it was my kid, or I, I mean anybody, but first and foremost, yeah, my kid, if they want to pursue something other than a secure job, like I will always try to like encourage them to do something secure, mm-hmm. um, just as a baseline if I can. And then if they choose to do it and they like it, Ooh, good. That's good. Like secure income and my son's happy. Awesome. Okay. Or my daughter, whoever it may be. Uh, if it was like, if they were like, I don't want to do accounting or I don't want to do medicine or whatever secure job there is, mm-hmm. um, I'd be like, okay, like, so what do you want to do? And just kind of go through the motions with them. Like, so what's your plan? What's your next step? What, what actions are you going to take? I want to make sure that they're doing enough to get to that goal. And if they're hungry mm-hmm. enough to do it, yeah. then I can let them free willy, like just do it and, and do whatever they want. Like, I just want to, them to enjoy what they're doing. Cause to me, that's what was important to me mm-hmm. uh, when I was figuring my shit out. So you're, you're definitely on board with yeah the, the new maybe, train of thought, right? Maybe, maybe it's like millennial thinking. Yeah. I millennial don't know. thinking just, it's just millennial, do what makes you mentality. happy, right? Yeah. Do what makes you happy first. Yeah. I feel yeah. like everyone has a tattoo of that on their forehead. I think, <laughs> I think the world would be a better place if there, if, if everybody did actually do what they liked. Yeah. Yeah. So you're essentially saying, fuck it. Just, pursue your passion yeah i would i wouldn't say like fuck it like like completely be smart about it yeah don't yeah. don't walk away while you're in the room with the patient <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah like i'm done like <laughs> you give me too much shit today yeah. i just wanted a med refill what's your problem <laughs> I, I definitely think yeah pursuing your passion it's so cliche like it's just like be practical about it don't mm-hmm. just pursue your passion it's got to be sustainable it's got to yeah. become a business that you can see making you sustainable income for your goals yeah whether if you want to have a family or if you just want to buy a new car or something yeah yeah or pay rent so yeah it has to be practical like with videography i could clearly see that people were getting clients and stuff like that yeah. and, and getting full-time gigs. i think being practical is important yeah right it's it's not just like the idea and that yeah. motivation that you have it's it's being consistent with it so yep. maybe in your instance would you agree it's like all right i just gotta say fuck it buy a nice you know camera and yeah. then just play around with it yeah learn how to edit you know there's so many videos on youtube download mm-hmm. final cut and just like it's it's like a muscle you work out you got to spend a few hours a day and just exactly keep on learning it yeah yeah so anybody who's thinking about getting out of the medical field if you're like one or two years in it's it's not too late mm-hmm. um i would say if you're like three or four years into like i don't know say farm school like you can go ahead and finish it out and see if you if you can enjoy it and make a stable income, pay off your debts yeah, and then kind of work on a side gig, you can, or even at that point, it's not too late to quit that either. As mm. long as you have a game plan of like, how the fuck am I going to make money and pay my debts? Yeah. So like, just be smart about it. Like at the end of the day, just don't put yourself through something and like drag yourself through the trenches if you don't want to be there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's not, it's not worth it in the end. Cause you're not going to like your job. Yeah. 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 So it's not, it doesn't make it doesn't benefit anybody, especially you. So good shit, man. All right, dude. Awesome. All right, peace. <laughs> and that's it, guys. That wraps up the first ever podcast from your boy Mike Lamb. If you guys have any questions or comments, be sure to leave them down below or hit us up on Instagram. Other than that, we'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace. <laughs>